welcome to Water Matters, a podcast from your own where we answer your big water questions. Where does it come from? Where does it go to? And what happens to it in between? I'm your host, Caroline, and today I'm with Euro President, Dr. Claudia Castle-Exner, to discuss drinking water and its journey from source to tap. Claudia has spent over 25 years working on water protection and on drinking water in Germany. So, Claudia, welcome. Hello, Caroline. I'm very happy to be here today and share my passion for safe and healthy drinking water. Great, Claudia. Thank you for, for joining us. And just to let people know, we're still in pandemic mode of 2020. And so Claudia and I are recording this over the Internet. So, Claudia, can you tell us what is drinking water? Yeah, drinking water is the water that we get fresh and clean at taps in our homes, our workplaces, from cafes and restaurants and so on. In Europe and like many places across the world, this water must meet specific quality standards so that it is safe to drink and will not make us sick. Only water that fulfills strict quality requirements is drinkable water. Okay, and so where does it come from? Well, I think we learned about the water cycle in school and what we learned then still applies now. Water moves in a cycle. It falls from the clouds as rain and then it accumulates in either rivers or lakes as surface water or seeps into the ground where it joins underground aquifers. And so does the drinking water supplier, do, do they do anything to my water before it rides on my tap or does it come straight from the, the, my local river? Yeah, they, they're doing quite a lot. So first of all, drinking water resources are well protected and monitored throughout the journey from reservoir to tap. This is to ensure that any changes in its quality can be quickly identified and rectified. Generally, drinking water providers abstract raw water, or we call it also untreated water from wells, for example, and pump this to the waterworks where it undergoes any necessary treatment to meet the strict legal quality requirements to make it safe and healthy. Then from the waterworks, it travels to your home or business via a vast network of underground pipes. And still on this journey, it is also tested to ensure that it meets quality and safety standards. Claudia, where did these standards come from? Who sets them? In Europe, these standards are set by the EU institutions. Specifically, the Drinking Water Directive established quality standards for drinking water and guarantees that it is safe, healthy and drinkable. Great. And are there many challenges around our drinking water supplies? Yes, there are lots of challenges. So our goal is still to provide people with safe, clean and affordable water. And maintaining this goal is a real challenge. As our lifestyle also shows itself as a footprint in the environment, we have to protect more stringently our resources so that they are free from contaminants. We also have to mitigate the impact of climate change and we really also have to build our resilience. Achieving all this requires investments to maintain our current infrastructure and also to counteract future challenges. You, you just mentioned investment there, Claudia. Where does all of this investment come from? Yeah, drinking water services providers, as I said, deliver safe, clean drinking water 
So in order to fulfill this task, they need robust infrastructure, and they also need qualified and trained staff. So with our water bill, we pay for the amounts of drinking water we use for drinking, taking a shower, cooking, and so on. And we also cover the costs needed for the facilities and management for drinking water abstraction, treatment, storage, and distribution of these very, very valuable foodstuff. Okay, and what are the biggest sources of pollution? Uh, pollution, yeah. Pollution can come from everywhere. It's a fact of everyday life. Pretty much every product we use, from chemicals to medicines, contains substances that do not fully degrade in the environment. And more of these are coming on to the market every day. They can accumulate in the water, for example, and can pose a risk to our drinking water resources. Great, thanks for that, Claudia. I've one last question, and I get that I get asked this quite often, and I know it from my own travels. Why does my water taste differently depending on where I am in the world? <laughs> yes, the taste varies very much. Water is a good solvent, so rainwater absorbs minerals on its way to the rivers and lakes or through the soil and rocks. This is why drinking water doesn't taste the same in every country and can even differ widely within countries or even geographic areas. So some contain more calcium and magnesium, some more sodium, for example, and these minerals affect the taste of water. Oh, great. Thanks, Claudia. Thank you for all of that. I've enjoyed the refresher course on where my drinking water comes from. You're welcome, Caroline. I always enjoy talking about water. And thank you for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Euro and ask us your big water questions there. That's at E-U-R-E-A-U -E or visit us at our website at Euro.org. And next week we will look at water and micropollutants. What are these and what do they mean for the water sector? Until then, goodbye. <laughs>